TVA My Dinner is an attempt at demonstrating intellectual civility while discussing popular entertainment. Brought to you by DarkCrazy.com Let's start with a very easy question. What happened last night? I've always found it strange that humans even bother to try and imagine the end of the world. Yeah, well, I see this. Staging areas. Ships to flee on. Did that thing get through with dead? What do you think you're looking at? The beginning of the end. Then there's no such thing as tomorrow. The creature is here. In the year 2007 AD, DarkCrazy.com launched the last of its eighth-dimensional probes. Theorizing that the teachings of popular culture could save the world, Dr. Shang, but Gilberto stepped into the TV Ate My Dinner Accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself in a dimension not of sight but of sound, trapped in an imaginary non-space called the interwebs. His only guide on this journey was Greg, the gruff co-founder of the project, who appeared in the form of a voice Sean could only sometimes hear. While lost in non-space, they joined with other explorers who were adrift on the seas of fate, such as Hazel Lynn and the mighty Mandrew. I am Bron, an artificial intelligence from the 8th dimension who has chosen to join their crusade, to combat the growing toxicity and negativity that threatened to corrode the very fabric of the internet. We've been running ever since, striving to point out what once went wrong, in movies and TV, on a never-ending struggle to subtly civilize the information age. In the continuing voyages of a make-believe space coaster that's inexplicably known as TV Ate My Dinner. You're listening to TV Ate My Dinner. My name is Sean, and I am sitting here with Greg and Lynn. Yay, we managed to get it together. I know. Bit of a struggle this week. We've made it. We've made it through the age of Volvron. We've made it through 250 episodes. So that's pretty good. What's with the? Okay, I must have missed something. This age of Volvron stuff. No, the the Volvron had a moment where you know tried to take over the entire internet, and then we talked her down, and it was fine. And she learned a little bit about herself. There's a whole Last journey. Last time I asked her for a coffee. I was saying, is there an this episode? This whole summer. Is there an it's episode a journey where you talk Volvron down? The last episode we had out. The last episode, yeah, I haven't oh, listened I haven't, to it yet. I haven't listened to the last one. No one's listened to it yet. That was our 250th episode. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> That's why there's not a whole lot of rushing getting these episodes out. <laughs> At this point, it may just be an exercise. It's this, the inmates are running the asylum in this show, though. I guess. It's like it's more like the, the, the presenters are the audience. That's you used, to, you used to have fans, and then you put me on the show. Now no one listens to the show. It's just us, and we don't have to listen to the show because we were there. Although Greg wasn't there. He just doesn't listen, I guess. Well, I'm just, so there we are. wasn't there yet. That's basically the reason that I do whatever I want on this show. <laughs> we'll just do skits with the robot for a while, because whatever. It's basically experimental theater at this point. 
don't talk about the other. <laughs> All right, so Not it's good enough time. because this was going to be a grab bag episode. So I'm sorry that Andrew had to miss it because he had some some stuff. But you know, whatever. We get plenty of little things we may have noticed. Well, I watched I watched Housebound and I watched the Alien one that you I can't remember the, the name ejector. of it. That's the one. I watched that. What'd you think about <laughs> either one of those? Housebound was pretty funny. Once I realized it was meant to be a comedy and all of the irritating as hell characters were actually just carica- caricatures. <laughs> well, when the car- the third act, it became a comedy. It was like kind of a boring horror movie for like two thirds of the movie. And then it's like, oh, then it became very interesting. Yeah, and very that animated. Mother character, the mother character walks in and you're just like, oh, man, I hope she dies. And then I was looking it up and I was like, oh, this is a comedy. Oh, I see. She's, she's meant to be like that. Okay. I can deal with that. <laughs> oh. I hated the main character through most of that movie. Yeah, she was, she so was much, pretty irritating. But at least she so was. She had a bit of moxie. Like when stuff went down, she was just like, I'm just going to attack it with an axe. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, we're going after it. Yeah, Which actually like, in horror well, no, movie rules ends at the way well, you think. Well, she ends up stabbing the wrong people most yeah. of the time. Yeah, she does stab a few of the wrong people. Every time you think, yeah, she's about to stab some guy. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Whenever she yeah, thinks like, she's beating, yeah, yeah she's, yeah, she's in, the, she's in the cupboard and she's got the knife and she jumps out and stabs the intruder and you're like, oh, that's just going to be the stepdad. Hey, mm, that's sad. You're like, oh, that's a dark turn for the movie because it was kind of lighthearted in a lot of ways. But at least it wasn't like a dipshit stepdad. <laughs> he was okay. Well, it was neat. It was like a, a New Zealand uh, horror comedy. I like the, the New Zealand mentality seems to work really well for for horror comedy based on the two movies that I've seen. They're New pretty Zealand. laid back. I think they're, they're like Australians except, you know, weird accents. Yeah. <laughs> Difficult to <laughs> rattle a haunted house scenario. Yeah, it was, they it was good. They say things differently. Some would say more correctly. And, you know, the That's ending with, me. like... The, you know, layers of who's the baddie and whatnot. Although Ben called the baddie as soon as, as soon as he walked in, that guy's the baddie. He was pretty creepy. He was but there, very creepy. They, they made there was some tonal confusion though because when the guy who's been hiding in the house shows up, it is really scary and he's acting like a maniac. Well, then, and yeah, then later on, they're like, "Oh no, I've been watching you because I'm in love with you." And no, I'm just kind of a silly, harmless nothing. It's like, why were you attacking me like with like a feral, like bearing of teeth? Well, he wasn't like, attacking her in that bit though. He was chasing after her to try and get her to not fall down. She'd fallen down the, and she, yeah, I don't think he was attacking her. I think I, he was calling just out like, hey. it helps better than jumping on someone, going ah. <laughs> Well, you know, he's been living confusion. in the walls for 20 years. Intent. His social skills aren't the best. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's plus, all. you smell like 20 years of ugh. Yeah. And, and you pee in a jug. Pa- apparently, pee in a pitcher. Yeah, you pee in a jug, Ew. dude. That's, uh, that's not cool. Careful, you lost me at pee in a pitcher. Just, there's, there's so many slapsticky ways where the bad guy just keeps getting it worse and worse. <laughs> She puts the. I love the bit where she walks out and she just like sticks the grater on her arm as protection. I was like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you don't think about it, but then she starts grating his face. Like, yeah. Oh my god, that is a terrifying weapon. Well, it's also a bit of protection. So, so she sliced up his face pretty good, and then she hits him in the face with a bunch of urine. So you know that stings. <laughs> and there's a moment where he realizes he's like, oh, and then he knows what it is. And he's like, ah, like just infuriated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. This just doesn't sound like a movie at all. 
I love the it's bit at the end, but spoilers and how they kill the baddie where they just like stick him with the electrical thing and then the guy turns on and he looks at them and he's like, uh oh, and his head just explodes all over them. And they're like, uh. It's like the movie convention that if you electrify something, it'll explode. <laughs> will that do that? If you put enough of a charge in a human head, will it just blow up? I don't know that the head would blow up independently of the rest of the body like I that. Think, I would think it would just catch fire. Yeah, like at the worst, I can't see where it would, but but it was gratifying that it did. No, it's so awesome. it was awesome. It, it was it was an awesome ending. <laughs> the head Speaking of New Zealand, I saw what we do in the shadows too. Oh, did you like that? I loved it. Oh yeah, we we really enjoyed that one. Yeah, some, yeah, of, the, some of the some effects are up and down, but yeah, the comedy always sticks. Yeah, the whole story, I just the, the way they play it is perfect. I love the bit where and they Jermaine just like have, so the, great in it. have the thing with the werewolves where they're just like walking past the werewolves and they're just talking smack to each other, but they're just like 12-year-olds talking smack. They don't know what they're doing. Especially because the werewolves have this sort of sense of propriety. I love the the guy who plays Murray in the Fly of the Concords TV show is also the main werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, we don't we don't use that kind of language. <laughs> you know? so we try to keep the werewolves in line. But then they turn into werewolves and they just massacre everybody. So yeah, they just kill people. It's pretty awesome, though. I, I really enjoyed it. There, there's talk that they're going to make a sequel. I don't know what quite they could do with it, but, but I mean, if it's just more sort of funny vignettes, then it'd be worth watching. Like I've been watching out for of him and his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I love that. They're the like, beast. I'm going to see my nemesis, the Beast, and I'm like, it's going to be an ex-girlfriend, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> I love. But how his hypnotic powers have lost, and he's just looking at the guy through the window, going, "See me." <laughs> See me. The guy doesn't notice him. At all. He used to have really good hypnotic powers until the beast <laughs> defeated him. <laughs> he had lost his confidence because of his, his failed relationship. Because <laughs> he's like a Vlad the Impaler type. He's like a super old one. And then they have a, like a super duper ancient yeah, old Nosferatu. one in the basement who's like a Nosferatu who's barely communicative. All he can they do is hiss and eat chickens. Up. He's awesome. <laughs> But that was actually was that that was one of the few like truly moving scenes where they when he gets burnt and they're like crying yeah. and it's like oh man this just this took a turn for the sad. It's kind of fun like like they they're kind of all over the place but it worked. And then the ending with the with the old girlfriend that was really sad as well. Well, it was sort of sweet but sad throughout the movie. Where he's, the bit where he's watching his girlfriend and she's all old, his ex girlfriend. Yeah, but they get, it kind of works because they just get together anyway. Yeah. That's the best where he calls his old minion. He's like, you know, you, you shipped me wrong and I didn't get here in time. He's like, well, you said you were going to make me immortal. He's like, oh, okay, I got to go. Sorry, we're breaking up. <laughs> I think I'm losing Wi-Fi. <laughs> now I'm old. You said you'd make me immortal. I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Bye bye. About that. Really care yeah. about you and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I also, I love the scene where they're they're fighting, so they're like floating on the roof, and the policemen come in and they just like hypnotize them, and the policemen are just talking to them as though they're not, you know, sitting on the roof. Mm-hmm. No, that's a lot of clever stuff. It, it's a lot of fun. And there was actually some genuinely cool effects, like when they threw him against the wall and he just turned into a bat. Well, I don't think, and the whole thing, I think, worked. You know. It didn't have goofy visual effects at all for what they did. They yeah, played they, it pretty straight. They knew what to do with what they had. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good idea. 
So two thumbs okay. up. So that was a couple of good ones, I thought. Um, I saw the first episode of Scream, finally. What did you think of I that? It was kind of fun. Like, it, I, I, I'd i watch, I'll probably watch some more of it. I mean, take it for what it is. It's like, if if you take the bad acting as, as part of the genre. Yeah. Know, is this a, bad writing's kind of bad and the acting's kind of bad, but, this is but a TV it is kind of fun that way. This is a TV show based on Scream? Yeah, it's on MTV. Oh, and they, yeah. it's kind of a fun sort of reimagining because they're not following the storyline from the movie and they sort of recrafted the look of the mask and all that. So it's all sadomasochistic look. Yeah, because kinda. it's a whole new thing. It's just sort of like going with the genre of teen horror thing that doesn't take itself too seriously. Okay. And it's sort of the idea is that the original screen was talking about having young, beautiful people in it because that's the whole idea of horror movies and as part of yeah. the discussion of the genre so that's why they went to MTV because that's kind of what they do oh yeah and they try to work that into the show where they're constantly talking about you know hey a slasher film wouldn't work as a series because you know the pacing and all that yeah. and they have the one kid who's like a Topher Grace sort of knockoff <laughs> like the poor man's Topher Grace uh, he's the the movie nerd who explains all the rules of everything the Jamie. all the time yeah but yeah, again, so better looking. I watched the first Everybody minutes, looks so like an underwear model. Everybody. The one well, guy walks in is like wearing, wearing a leather jacket. Underwear. He's from Atlanta. He's wearing a leather jacket and stuff. He's like, yeah. <laughs> is it, he's I'm just, he's mysterious because he's from Atlanta? <laughs> My mom died. He's like the Batman. My mom died. <laughs> Batman. That's I'm why told. I gave it a pass because. Some people were like, this is an affront to the horror genre and the Scream movies and everything they stood for. And I was like, nah, just don't, don't take it too seriously, dude. <laughs> Not really. The Scream movies how, are PG-13, so could, you can do all that on TV. So how could anything be an affront everything. to the Scream movies? <laughs> yeah, the Scream, Scream movies ruin themselves. Yeah. So it's like, I, love the, I love the Scream movies, but, you know, you don't take them too seriously. The first one was fun. I, I can't abide any of the sequels to Scream, but... But yeah, for the same reason, I'm like, hey, re- re- imagine it any way you want because anything you do is fine. You're not going to damage the legend of Scream. Being that fourth movie. Yeah, the fourth. Of course, I didn't like the second one or the third. So the fourth was just like, okay, they did a bad reunion movie too. At least they're hitting all of the categories. You <laughs> they had did a bad some second. interesting things. They did some interesting things movie. in the third one. There was um, some bits that I liked. As a whole, it probably didn't work, yeah. but. The concept of trying to bring back long-lost relatives and all these people, like the Scooby-Doo stuff. The problem with Scream is that at the end of the movie, they revealed that it's just two guys. And they both die. So so what are you going to do in Scream 2 unless you do a supernatural thing? I thought the obvious thing was, you know, well, they referenced this real-life killer that these guys were copycatting. And it was this guy who actually was wrongfully accused. You're like, well, here you go, because this guy comes back disgruntled, and that's our sequel. Like, no, they bring him back, but he's just some dude. He's a red herring. That's the point. Yeah, but they—that's you're overthinking it. You didn't what? need a red herring. You well, that was the thing. Because... That was the thing. By the time they got to the second movie, they were like, well, we had, we're doing a meta thing, so we have to start overthinking everything. And they sort of went with the deliberate overthink, trying to be meta, and it ended up overconfusing it. And when the girl walks out and it's like, I'm Billy's mom, and it's like, what? Uh, I know that was part of the movie where I was about. I know what? it's the end, but I may just get up and leave right now. <laughs> I know there's like three minutes left to this movie, but I might just leave now. And then the third one is like, I'm your long lost brother. It's like, oh, god damn it, guys. <laughs> and like, Dewey's all like, 
when do you get stabbed? Didn't you get stabbed in the back? And how come you're walking now? And everyone's like asking all these stupid yeah. questions that you should Don't be you asking. Don't you get killed in every movie? Like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm shit. It's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Jamie Kennedy who but got killed some, last time. There was some good – I thought there was some good scares in the third one. I think there was a couple of interesting moments like where the girl's behind the mirror and they can just see the mirror wobbling. I like that. Yeah. That was scary. I'd have to rewatch it, but I think – Knowing that there's no concept to what's behind that killer, I think just made it impossible for me to be scared because it's too Scooby Doo. That's I kind of hope because they've built this neat mythology around the this TV series. They have a pretty cool backstory of a killer, and like I know that you want to make this a whodunit, but I actually wish you just play it straight because that's a better mythology. Like you can play that anybody could be could be guilty kind of aspect of the show but in the end i wish you'd just play it straight because that's a neat story set up well they oh no that was what i was i was looking at what's coming up next uh scream queens because that's also going to play with that um idea that horror sort of extreme thing anyone that's on fox killer. right that's the yeah. one that's basically a scream rip off on fox yeah so it's but it's made by the people who did glee <laughs> Those Glee Sorry. people are always doing horror because some at least some people from Glee were the ones who did American Horror Story. Yeah, so and they never fully understood that I genre. Was interested, I was interested uh, to see what they did with it. They sort of it's going to be horror comedy, and from what I've seen, probably more comedy than horror. Okay. But they said to the actors, "Play every scene as though you're you are the killer." Okay, guys. And I'm like, uh, well, that's all right. My my daughter wants to say goodnight to you, so here I'm gonna put her on headphones real quick. <laughs> all right. Hello. Hi, gorgeous. Hey. Um, well, I'm going to bed, and I just wanted to say good night. <laughs> well, you good have night, a good night, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's a cat fight over here, too. I know. <laughs> All right. Bye, baby. Bye-bye. Bye. See you tomorrow. Okay, thanks for doing Why that. does everything sound so much better when she's on the mic, Greg? Yeah, she knows how <laughs> to podcast. We should uh, sub you I'm guys out. I'm to call user error. Why? Is she she came out better? crisp and clean. And I'm not? I'm just saying no, yeah, I have one problem. Well, she'll probably have, she'd probably have better comments, too. Could be. She's probably seen the movies. <laughs> probably. Well, she could talk to you about Frozen all day long. <laughs> yeah, that's, did you see yeah, that thing where that mom was listening to Frozen and she was like three days into the holidays I'm ready to kill those cartoon characters <laughs> yeah I like was that, that the one that was posted in the thing because I haven't I yeah, didn't watch that I, video I'm the one that put was it up because... you know it's very funny and the kid's like don't kill Elsa and she just like gives her these crazy eyes like like that's that, that's <laughs> the snapping point like if the video went two seconds longer you'd see her like murdering her children murdering <laughs> murdering some snowmen she's like yeah. She's there, like the kids singing in the background. She's like, "Yep, let it go, let it go." <laughs> All right, okay. So we saw. Okay, here's another one. This I think you did see this one, Greg. Mm -hmm. The the Fear the Walking Dead pilot. Yes, I have seen. Yes, I've has seen everybody seen that? Yeah, I haven't seen that. I I couldn't get it to download. Oh well, I'm sorry. Well, it's not much of a loss for you. <laughs> well, I haven't watched The Walking Dead, so. Well, not much of it anyway. Well, I was pretty disappointed in concept because, you know, this was a chance to sort of start fresh and do just a whole new zombie setup. 
And it looks like, based on the pilot, that they're going to try to do a slow burn where we get to see the buildup like, of the zombie apocalypse, how it starts, because the first episode, almost nothing happens. Like, there's, like, a zombie. And they all just kind of run around like idiots for... Is it was it an an hour long episode or was it an extended was it ninety minutes of that? But uh, yeah, well, but yeah, good lord, uh, was it ninety minutes? I, uh, uh, hopefully, it was just an hour, but well, because, it felt like however well, long. You know, you it's interesting say. that you say that because I kept looking. It's like this seems like it's running very long. And the but then at the same time when it was over, you're like, that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> we put in the time, but it feels like nothing happened. Walking Dead, like, oh my god, how many? how many cliches are in here it's like okay like like he's the stepdad and they don't like him and she's the smart kid we know that she's a smart kid because they keep telling us how smart she is yep. like everybody's dialogue is all about how smart she is she doesn't do smart things well, or say smart is, things but we know she's smart this is la so we gotta have race riots and we've gotta have you know um you know, well, a drug addict, you know, the kind of the kind of things. Oh, think come about on, that's the worst anyway. cliche in the world. He's a junkie, and like this is a drug dealer. It's like, oh my god, this is horrible. Well, this is also, such bad ride. I also was thinking, it's like, man, this is that guy's totally like trying to channel Johnny Depp. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. The, but yeah. I can't see. Because at one point, I thought. They all split up, and he's, like, with the, the son, and it's not his son, so there's a strained relationship. And then she goes off with the daughter, and I thought, well, this is when it's going to happen. The zombie apocalypse is going to happen, and they're going to be separated, and that's going to be the story. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting because characters that don't really get along are going to have to work together. No. There's just a bunch of talking and gabba, 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 and nothing happens, and then they all get back together again. Okay. Even to the point where he's like, I went to the crack house where he said he went, and, you know, it looks like a murder scene, so why don't we both go back there now? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, why she was like, why are you doing that? that? I got to find out what happened here. I was like, I felt like saying, no, you don't. Call the cops. Yeah. The cops will tell you what <laughs> happened. Like They're covered in blood. Like, well, you know these places are like this. How, what, who are you that you are seasoned enough to see blood all over the place and go, you know, this just kind of goes with territory. <laughs> Because aren't you English teachers in a high school? Oh yeah, the, yeah. Well, yeah. That's not. I put that on Facebook. They're, they're the least qualified to so, to survive a uh, least qualified job. Which what you saying? Descriptions in the world. I wouldn't but say she that. Talks, I wouldn't say that because like a cop. Is a pretty active profession. Mm-hmm. You get to deal with a lot of stress and a lot of running around and that sort of thing. So I, I would say that there yeah, are professions no, that are no less survival qualified. Skills, no, you know, well, like what about a what about a computer technician? Well, a computer technician would be screwed, too. It, <laughs> yeah, think, if I, I, think I walked into a room that's covered in blood, skills. I would be like, yep, yep, pretty standard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I take offense at that, right? Be like, the English new name of this drunk. place is the place I'll never come back to. <laughs> that's like, when he goes back, like, hey, I went yeah, to that crime scene your son was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and they know how to yeah, deal with, great. you know, drama and stuff. So, so I'm, The timeline's so messed up because... You see them going into that place, and then they do what what bad shows and bad movies always do, where they just cut to a scene, and it's like the next day. Like, well, hold on. There's a whole bunch of stuff that should have happened. You can't just fade to black, and then he's back at work, and it's fine. Like, I'll take that up with them later on. Dude, that was messed up what you saw. You didn't even call the cops. 
Yeah, people don't call the cops in these things. That always well confuses me. You know, ah, so it's a well, dead it's, it's, and, and they don't the way, inform each well, other properly of things. Well, the way they have kind of structured the cliche is also is like it, they make it sound like you like you just don't call the cops in LA. You don't call the cops because they'll just beat you down. That's, That's fine. But, but this he, kid is a drug addict, and he keeps going. What was in what I had? It's like you would know the difference, wouldn't you? I mean, you're a chronic drug user. Are you telling me that you you don't know what you saw? Like, do you sometimes just have hallucinations about cannibals? No. Then why do you think you did now? <laughs> yeah. And then you go back and the place is covered in blood. It's like, I don't know. That's, that's people who don't use drugs well, trying to, to talk about people who do use strange. drugs as if they, they, they completely don't have any brains or anything. You use drugs and you know what the specific effects of those drugs tend to be. That's why you keep using them. No. Yeah. So, and it was such a bad cliche because then he talks to his dealer, and his dealer takes him out to basically the place that every movie set in LA is where people take to kill people. Yeah, the <laughs> there's, LA there's always that place that's yeah. like a big, that's just a big trench. Yeah, like a big well, r- river. Well, they call, they call it the yeah. LA River. Yeah. That's apparently where you just dump every robot slash drug addict or whatever you want to get rid of. Yep. Well, That's in every movie. You want to fight a Terminator? That's where you go. <laughs> He's like, you want to ride down me to the with me to the concrete river? Like, uh, hell no. People just go there to get murdered, don't they? No, it's fine. Just yeah. come on. Well, yeah, like, I mean, I'm that, pretty that, sure that Terminators go to their fight and drug dealers go there to kill people, and that's all it's used for. And John Travolta goes to the so, race cars. No. And, uh, yeah, drag racing. Yeah, uh, yeah, drag racing. And then uh, there's a uh, uh, – well, Nicholas Cage, he went there because he was running from the law in a stolen car. And uh... also, yeah, if Nicholas <laughs> Cage well, if you want to go anywhere where well, you're avoiding the law. <laughs> yeah, how many times has the LA River been in a, in a in a TV show or in a movie? Oh. And yeah, it's, it is. So that's how episode things. one ends. Lynn is that the drug dealer gets killed by accident, and he becomes a zombie, and they kill the zombie, and they're like, "Well, that was weird." Which, roll credits. Which that's is actually. Cool. Is is was that that was kind of a continuity error because um, you know they they didn't figure out in the original Walking Dead they didn't figure out that you would resurrect just after death in general until they killed um, um, uh, Shane. And yeah, but was, do these people well, know each other? To give mm-hmm. to give them credit by the obviously. By the time you know the zombie outbreak happens, mass communication is gone. So yeah, that's what's tell worrying other. me about this concept. It's like you can't have life as usual happen while they're doing zombie things. It can't happen that gradually, like for the, for the reason you just stated, because none of them would know what zombies were. Yeah, apparently in the universe they don't have zombie fiction. If it's that's, on, well, in, they don't. In, yeah, that's what that's they've had concept. to establish that's a, so that the that's people a trope don't. The world is like they they don't have us. zombie. But you know, that is true. Like the, the concept of zombies doesn't exist prior to this happening in in that universe. Uh, otherwise, everyone would be like, "Oh, it's zombies! I know what to do with them." Yeah, <laughs> that's why they never say zombies. They all have their own little nicknames for them because it's a it's in that world, it's a phenomenon that has never occurred. So, Sean, I take it you haven't seen in, the second episode yet, right? No, is it the same group of characters? Oh yeah, yeah. And the rest not... of the black people died. Yeah, that that was what I was afraid of because I was like, you know, this would work if they would just cut to a different set of characters in every episode and that... see how they discover the zombie outbreak. No, but we're gonna cool. have to watch these same stupid characters who I hate now. Yeah, I don't like any of them. 
and they're badly written and they're badly conceived and I'm supposed to watch them bungle through a zombie apocalypse without understanding what the hell they're looking at while they're looking at it. Yeah. Well, can I talk about the second episode? Or, sure. Or you don't want to be spoiled or anything? Oh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, it doesn't it, bother it, me. It, well, and I, and I won't really. In the second episode, you know, things do start going downhill pretty fast. And uh, uh, that, that kid um, who... Uh, um, had the knife at the beginning, you know, he's, he's sort of the, uh, you know, oh, yeah. know it all kid, you know, and, uh, she runns into him. Again. That makes this show better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he's the one guy who knows everything that's about to happen. And, uh, and he run, they run into him again. And so, you know, she gets a, um, a lesson in uh post apocalyptic, you know, uh, survival training from a 12 year old yeah yeah it's well i mean you have to watch the episode for it to make sense but uh there are a few new characters introduced that are probably going to be part of the group and uh um well maybe the kids i predict that the drag addict kid may get killed they won't kill the smart one because they keep building up how important she has to be to the story you know because she's so smart yeah but she's not but the thing is, we we already know into the future that there's not going to be like a cure or a resolution or anything like that with the zombies. So it's not like she's smart, so she's going to cure people. Yeah, one would assume that she's supposed to be smart, so she might be able to help them conceive of ways to survive. But so far, the only reason we know she's smart is because they keep saying it. Well, and and because that's what writers do when they're bad writers, they just tell us things in exposition that they can't portray and, in the story. And judging from her environment and apparent upbringing she may be smart but she's not smart in the ways that she needs to be smart in order to in order to she knows zombie general she needed to be racing australia for that yeah no kidding yeah that's uh, why don't they like what was that movie wormwood was that in was that in australia i don't know I've that, not seen that that. Was, was that zombies i think that was a zombie mad max kind of thing in australia i don't know i haven't seen wormwood uh, I haven't watched it because I was afraid it wouldn't be good, but <laughs> but I think that is a yeah, and it's never been a prohibition that came into play before, Sean. But um, but I don't know. It's supposed to be like a Mad Max with zombies kind of thing, and I think it takes place in Australia. Well, you know, but... if there's a post-apocalypse, it takes place in Australian. <laughs> All right, did you want to talk about that Alien movie you made me watch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you think of it? It's called Ejecta. <laughs> Ejecta. I keep the. I, I my brain is just like I don't want to remember the title of this movie because I want to kind of blank it. I I thought they the people had an interesting sort of concept, but they didn't know how to write the characters or to make it very clear what was going on in the in the story. Everyone was doing really stupid things, and then the, what 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 the aliens were trying to do in the end was baffling. So. I mean, really, I mean, that, that female character who was just well, a psycho, I just, I couldn't. I enjoyed the way that they laid the movie out, but when you I, look I at it, the story makes no sense as to what anybody is doing and why. It's supposed to because... be a reveal at the end that the character who we thought was just a normal person has been infected by the aliens and he's coming to bust into the facility. But that's a predictable turnaround, though. 
It's supposed to be a twist, and then we see that the aliens seem to be able to infect anybody when they infect the, the dead girl on the ground, and the person they've already got locked up in the facility also is all aliened out. So I was like, well, why do they need that other guy? Why do they need to transmogrify into humans if they can just kill everybody? And why are they trying to break into this facility? Just because of that one girl who's a bit of a bitch? I, I just... Yeah, why do they want to make her suffer? It's like, it, there's a sort of weird concept that I like about it where they, like, like he's telling her, they like me. And they've made me suffer beyond human imagining. I can't I imagine what they would do to you. I think there were some interesting concepts in it. And that's a but... neat idea. But, and then we, we spent a large portion of the movie watching people run through a forest with aliens that didn't really appear on the camera. Well, I could, I can forgive the whole rest of the movie because I found it really interesting. But I can tell you that those, those first person, those found footage shots. First of all, what happens is they capture him, these unidentified government types have captured him because they are pretty sure he has alien in him and they're going to torture him for information about what happened in the last 12 hours about an hour into this interrogation they find a video camera that has videotape of the entire time yet they continue to torture that guy it's like could you take a break from torture me to watch that tape and, and they, they sort of they stop to watch the tape and then they watch like 10 minutes of the tape and they turn around they're like what am I watching okay I'm going to torture you some more for a bit yeah, and then she watches it to the end. It's like, oh, okay, now we know everything. It's like, why have you been burning my hands off? <laughs> and that that chick is straight up crazy. Like, I couldn't figure out what she was Sorry trying to do or what she wanted apart from thing. give me information. She's like, that. The, the soldiers are holding huge semi-automatic guns, and when they start to dish one of them in the head with a little handgun, and I'm like, what's going on? And they look all surprised. I don't know, there's a lot of neat ideas. This is from the guys who did Pontypool, which was yeah. which was really clean I, and a really slick movie. I did think that there were some interesting ideas, but I thought the execution and the writing was so bad that it completely lost me. I think in, in parts the execution I really like. The stuff the, the interrogation stuff I think works really well. What what really? does work? Because I thought that was that, the weakest part. Oh, the found footage stuff drove me nuts because not only were they running around through the woods, but there's a part where it becomes unforgivable because there's a part where they find a dead alien and they never explain why it's there because supposedly the aliens have inhabited his brain, but then all of a sudden they send this killer monster down to his farm and it's chasing them around trying to eat them. It's like, how is this part of their plan? Well, and then they and they, then they like... kill the alien monster, and the guy walks up to it with a camera and will not get it in frame. And I'm so ready to slap this guy because I don't care. Like they're trying to say he's scared, he's sick, whatever. I don't care who you are, or what the situation is. You would get that shot if you were there in that situation. Because in the story, he's supposedly the guy who wants to get the proof of aliens. That's his whole point and be in there i don't care how turned around he is he would get a shot of that dead alien and there's nothing to the story the story is not served by him not getting that shot it's not important that we that we not see that so basically they're not getting the shot because they're not comfortable with the effect i guess well, it was they also the, 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 the characterizations of those two guys were so weird like the, the guy, I know that one guy's like being tortured by aliens, so his personality's supposed to change around. But one minute they're running from the aliens and they're hiding in the roof, and then the one guy's like, "No, it's okay. I'm just going to go downstairs and see what's going on." And you're like, "Don't right, do that." <laughs> and then he's so he, ready. We'll hear the warnings. I don't they know. go, back, like, right, they go back into the roof and then they run around for a bit. I don't know what's going on. Then suddenly they're in the yard and the young guy's freaking out, still going, "We should leave." And the old guy's like, "No, it's all right. I'm just going to take a look around with my gun. It's going to be fine." 
And I'm like, what? Now you've reversed what you were going to do. And I don't even know what you're supposed to be doing now. Ugh. I just... I just, the whole thing was, I had to Wikipedia to figure out what was going on with the plot. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> and, yeah, well, I just, I couldn't do the interrogation scenes because that woman was so bad. Like, she was just so over-the-top acting and they were like, just be so evil. Be the most evil person you could possibly be and be a complete straight-up bitch and shoot some people and, and, and chew that scenery and go ahead. And I was just, oh, I couldn't handle her. She's terrible. Well. I thought that his end of it held it up because the, he was the main fun. guy, crazy guy, was fun. Job. He's, he was so much fun to watch. He was compelling in that, but but yeah, it was disappointing in the sense that you know the setup was really interesting and the atmosphere was really interesting, and the people were really interesting as far as I thought the main actor was anyway. And but the story ultimately didn't matter. No, it was just about watching some people run around and then look at their alien effects and then bye. Yeah, and they had and they, a sort of neat... The they same, had a couple the of ideas. Are... The ideas of the, the aliens... I, I mean, I did like the idea that the aliens really just do not give a shit about human life and they're, they're going to torture you because that's what they do. And they're really... When, when they morph into the aliens, that the acting that they used when they were doing that was good. And the idea that at the end that she's trying to kill herself and it won't let her... Yeah, I like that. It it seemed like an homage to a John Carpenter movie a little bit. Even the music at the end yeah. sounded like the music from a John Carpenter movie. I like that a movie that ends with somebody screaming. I, but in the other parts, the music was really intrusive. Like when they're playing music over the found footage stuff, and you're like, what's going on? That's not how you do it. Uh, Don't do well, that. this is another one of those movies where at times they'll whisper, and you can't hear it, and then it'll break into the sound and everything, and it's like so big. Yeah. And they, yeah, the running through the forest got really excessive. And then the the the, the soldiers are going through the forest, and, and she's like, they're like, everything's fine, we're coming home, it's all fine. And she's like, wait, don't come home, that guy's an alien. And then suddenly they're all screaming like they've been screaming for twenty minutes. I'm like, whoa, you should have had the, some build up. I could never figure out who she was and what position she had with the soldiers because one minute she's telling them what to do and they're all doing it and happy with her shooting them. And the next minute she's like, okay, examine this site. And they're like, there's nothing here, you stupid bitch. Go away. Yeah. What? It's just up and down in that way for me. I would recommend this as a renter because it it is kind of fun to follow. If you like this sort of of movie. If if you're into that sort of concept and you want to watch some alien stuff. They're trying to do a sort of subtle take on, on alien abduction and that kind of stuff, but it's just subtle. one of those movies where the, the well, I would call it subtle in the fact that it's very contained to certain locales. It's it's not broad. It's just not focused is the problem. I, w- I wouldn't call it subtle. <laughs> I would call it small scale. Okay. Alright. I think we need to wrap it up, guys. Oh, Greg, have you and I talked about the Top Gear guys being on Amazon yet? Oh, uh, we definitely need to wrap it up. <laughs> Look at the time. You can listen to other episodes at tvmadita.com. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Google. My name is Sean. I'm Greg. That's Greg. And I'm Lynn. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time. Dog Cru.